Hello and welcome to the Catty Podcast, where today we're going to be ranking all the Fear Street movies, killers and kills with the horror expert, Speedy Crocodile. Hi. Um, his letterbox will be in the description as well as mine, so go and check that out. Um, so yeah, let's get right into it. Just a quick spoiler warning for anyone who has not fe- seen the Fear Street trilogy. Pause this podcast, go and watch them. Come back and listen to this podcast. Awesome. So, um, we're going to rank the killers right now from Fear Street. By the way, we'll not be including um, the Humpty Dumpty Killer and the Farmer of Death. They're not actually shown in the any of the thing they're spoken about. Possible spin-off news, of course. Um, so, let's start with my number eight. My number eight is going to be the Grifter. To be honest, it... You only see, like, a few scenes with him until 1666 or 1994 Part 2, where he is actually shown in the mall. But, again, there's not a lot of backstory, and you don't get really anything, to be honest, about him, apart from that he drowned a few girls, and that's about it. So I'm not – that's why he's so low on my list. What's your number eight? For my list, at number eight, I also have the grifter mainly saying what Ben said. Uh, he didn't have a good backstory, or rather any backstory. And we don't really see any gruesome kills, so I put him at the bottom of the list at number eight. Okay, Um. so my number seven is Sam, or Samantha Fraser, as a killer, not her character. She has nothing to do with practically all the time that she is a killer. She is chained or tied up. That's basically all I have to say. Your number seven? Uh, again, I have the same as Ben, uh, with Samantha Fraser uh, as the killer. She didn't get any good kills, but the reason I put her just above the grifter is because it was that final surprise as uh, at, at the end of the first movie uh, that kind of led to the second and third by trying to figure out how to... Uh, get her back to normal can i ask how does she how does the main character gina survive a stab wound from her i'm gonna say and then drive a car and then 10 minutes later she doesn't have any blood on her well she probably um stitched it up first the knife probably didn't go that deep and hit many um blood vessels arteries um, lungs, any major organs, and she probably, she and her brother would have probably, um, you know, bandaged it up, if that's possible, and probably changed the shirt she was wearing, and then probably waited not too long before they went to uh, Ziggy's house. Okay. Um, so my number six is going to be Billy Barker. I think this character is actually one of the creepiest in the whole thing. They just don't do anything apart from hit their baseball bat on the floor. Like that, you don't you see them killing someone in a flashback for two seconds. I think if we were to do a spinoff, you would probably focus on the lower characters, like um, the Grifter or Billy Barker, as I think those are actually have potential to be very very interesting characters 
they don't really get that much to do. And again, Billy Barker is better than the Grifters. You do see him in 1978 and um, 1994 Part 2 or 1666 in the final scene at the mall. But you don't, other than that, you don't really see him get anything. I think he is actually a very, very, he has potential to be a very, very good character. The execution, though, is not the best. Your number six? My number six is Cyrus Miller, mainly because he was only shown once or twice. His kill was very, his kills were very gruesome with the eyes being taken out with all the children in the church. But he wasn't really shown much after that and wasn't really main a main um, killer. So, yeah. All right. My number five which is, is... Which is oh. a shame, but, which is a shame because most of the uh, bottom, the ones under maybe the third spot could be, could have their own film about them. Yeah. But he's already been killed, so we can't. And he wasn't yeah. even in the 1994 part two because, of course, he was killed. My tum- number five yeah. is also Cyrus Miller. He is... As Peter said, he uh, sorry, as Speedy Crocodile said, he is quite a... I think he's actually quite a very, very cool character, and that scene that he's in where he just takes everyone's eyes out is so creepy and cool. I think, like, his character actually has great potential. They kind of just threw it out the window, and that's not what you want with a good killer. My number five, my number five is Billy Barker, as he is a very creepy character in the Fair Street trilogy. Um, also, he's the only kid, and that makes him twice as scarier, um, especially with the baseball bat and him with the flashback. I think killing all his family, um, hit the, hitting his baseball on the ground is very creepy, and how he only slowly walks. I wish he was shown more, only in that he wasn't just shown in. Uh, like once in 1978 and for the only end scene in 1666 which is a shame because he has a lot of like Ben said potential but with Cyrus Miller he has a lot of potential that just isn't shown in the first street trilogy um now we take a giant leap in quality for my number four which is the milkman I think this is actually a really really well-developed character and he is both well-developed, creepy, and has, I'd say, quite a few kills that we see. Like, he kills Ziggy in 1978, he kills a few policemen in 1666, and, of course, we see the flashbacks of him killing that woman. Um, I think he's actually a very, very good character, and the fact that his face is, like, acidic... I'm not sure if it's a mask, or, like, acid has gone, like, on his face or something, but it's actually super-duper creepy, and... Well, I actually really, really enjoyed this character when he's on screen. My number four is Ruby Lane, as she did have a very good backstory, um, which is why she's quite high up. Uh, The backstory being she killed her boyfriend and all her friends, which was eight kills before we saw her the first time. And she was one of the main killers in 1994. Um, I don't think she killed anyone in 1994, though, which was a shame because she was, uh, she uh, was one of the scariest characters, um, 
she she killed she killed that um she killed that um that hospital oh wait no sorry that was skull mask don't worry i was about to say she killed that person in the hospital but that was skull mask yeah i don't think she got any kills in 1994. i don't think so so we don't kill we don't see her kill anyone in the first street trilogy which is why she isn't as high as she uh, could be if um, with her being a main killer in the first tr- trilogy. All right. My number three is Skull Mask. He is, of course, it is mainly kind of like an origin story for him as he is the first killer we do get introduced to as he has just been possessed, like, as we meet him. He, I don't think he's a really, really well-developed character. He just has loads of great kills and creepy moments. And the fact that you, like, know who he is, but he's not, you like, he's not a very, like... Ah, oh, what am I trying to say? He's not... He's not, like, you kind of forget that he's an actual human. You kind of think he's, like, a being because he's so creepy. I said this in my review, which, by the way, you can go and check out on Letterboxd. He is, like, I think the camera angle that they use for him is so overused. They do this in 1978 as well. They kind of step out of it in 1666. I think they just used it way too much. And, like, his character was kind of repeated, just, like, stabbing and stabbing and a camera angle, stabbing, camera angle, creepy moment. But I I do think he gets some quite good kills. And, yeah, I think that's about it. What's your number two? Number three. Uh, my number three oh, is number three. the Milkman, as he was one of the second main character, I would say, in uh, 1978, um, um, being the one who killed uh, the main the main character, uh, Ziggy Berman. And there's not much else to say about this character. I, um, he was in 1970. 
my number two is uh, Skull Mask, as he was, uh, I would say, the one of the main um, killers in 1994. A big part in the end in 1994 part two as well. Um, he's been the main killer in all of the uh, present ones with his original self before being turned into Skull Mask, being Ryan Torres. His first kill was um, his, uh, his friend, I believe. Heather. I um, can't remember her name. Heather. Heather, that's it. Heather by Maya Hawke, who um, was also Robin in Stranger Things. Continue. Yeah, and he's just been uh, one of the main killers in both 1994 Part 1 and 1994 Part 2 with the end battle. Um, there's not much to say about this guy. He, well, he's, I think he stole his suit from the mall, which makes it twice as creepy because he can blend in to uh, the shops that Heather went in, which made some okay jump scares. But uh, there weren't many in the whole trilogy. It was more of a slasher horror film. Um, but yeah, that ends uh, my number two. Uh, your number one, Ben. Well, I know it's the same as yours. It is Tommy Slater, a.k.a. Nightwing. Yeah, Tommy Slater. I think his character, just kind of like seeing him, go from like a really really innocent person to just like a complete crazy man i think he is really really well acted and the fact that you get to go on this journey with him is great anything you want to say uh yeah we had the uh, same number one tommy slater um in 1978 which he was for which his main character was first seen uh, as Tommy Slater. He, I don't uh, think he was he the main was character. I think Skull Mask was the main character. He did get a lot of kills, though, in uh, 1994 and was the main one in 1978 and also appeared in 16, uh, in 1994 Part 2. Yeah. So of all the kills, I would say probably Tommy Slater got the most with about 12 in the in 1978. And I, I'd, I'd say he two, was actually in 1994. He was actually in 1666, remember? Because he was one of the townsfolk. Yeah, but not as Tommy Slater. As a Nightwing, do you mean? Uh, yeah, not as Nightwing or Tommy Slater. They, they were just different characters. They they still they do call the him same, Tommy. The same actors. They still do call him Tommy. Uh, yeah. So I yeah. guess he probably was Tommy Slater. It's just it's weird. Yeah. Um, um, so let's get on to our movie ranking and dis- and discussion. Um, so my last place, I know this is also your last place, is Fear Street yes, Part 3, 1666. 1666. Um, what did you like or not like about this film? Uh, 1666 had a lot of, um, ups and downs, the downs were in the 1666 part. It could get quite boring at parts. It started off interesting, went a bit boring, and then uh, kind of like spiked up in a few areas where there was the Cyrus Miller kills and when she was getting ready to be hanged. Hung, um, hung. And stuff like that. Hung, hung, hung. Yeah, yes, yes. Sorry. Don't you dare. Ha- hung. <laughs> um... When it switched back to 1994 Part 2, though, it got much more interesting with them um, 
there's a lot of action scenes in them trying to combine the skeleton hand with the with the body. Wait, no, that was in 1994. Um, it just got a lot more interesting with them trying to um, uh, defeat the uh, all of the um, the killers and uh, Nick Good, who was the main person who was trying to um, he was causing all of these killers. Um, yeah, Ben, anything you have to say? Um, I'd say that I, I would agree with you. He is, um, sorry, um, this film, it does get boring at 1666 part, but I didn't really mind it. Like, I think, again, the Cyrus Killer, part, uh, the Cyrus Miller part was great. That's probably yeah. the highlight, I'd say. There's nothing really that interesting that happens in it. There are a yeah. few cool reveals. Sixteen sixty six was a good, um, like information for the backstory of Sarah Fair. And and, and what will happen at the end, and that will happen in the end. Yeah. But yeah. Apart and from that, that kind of explained the the, uh, the previous movies a bit better. Yeah, as I was saying, other than that. The nineteen ninety four bit is part two is actually great and it's a great end to the trilogy, but other than that, pretty bland. Um my number two is Fear Street Part Two nineteen seventy eight, which I believe is not your number two. What I thought uh, this, no. I thought this was still a really, really good slasher film. It's just it, I don't think it was better than nineteen ninety four. Um I think that the Again, the Tommy Slater is probably the best part of this film, as he is just killing everyone. I felt a tiny bit bored after, um, like, when he wasn't in the scenes. I think that the two leads, that sorry, three leads, that being Nick Good, um, Cindy Burnham and Ziggy Burnham, were actually quite likeable. But the rest of the film kind of falls of boredom. It isn't like it tries to pack so many references into the first like half an hour. I kind of felt myself rolling my eyes, and I didn't really enjoy it that much. My um, my number two spot is uh, nineteen ninety four. As I felt it wasn't as good as nineteen seventy eight, but the gore I would say was definitely better with. Um, some very good gory scenes like being axed in the head and also introducing most of the characters in um, most of the main characters in uh, the first film which was pretty nice and it was good to see loads of lots of gore in the first film which kind of set a good pace for uh, the upcoming films um, the characters were good and there were a few jump scares but not many effective ones um, but the gore kind of topped it off, though. Ben, your number one. Uh, my number one is Fear Street Part 1, 1994. I think um, this film definitely does work, and I, I really, really enjoyed it. I gave it four stars, and an eight, I want to say an 81 out of 100. I'd say it really is, like, it's one of the best slasher films I've seen. Um, or one of the better slasher films I've seen. It isn't one of the ones that I'd probably rewatch. I'd say I'd probably rewatch 1978 more. And um, but I think the whole story worked, and it's kind of my kind of film rather than 1666. And 
most of 1978. So yeah, that's all I have to say about it. Great kills, great villains, great characters. That's about it. Yeah, my number one is 1978, as the characters become likeable, and also Tommy Slater, the actor of Tommy Slater's performance was incredible, and they actually chose to leave the uh, the mask off for the majority of the movie, just because um, with part of the makeup on, his facial expressions and the way he acted and his looks were just so good that they just couldn't hide that. Um, so that was uh, a really good part of 1978, that the killer... Uh, looks very um just very scary and crazy and psychotic almost um and the um the characters were like well as they cared about a lot of other characters except uh ziggy who was kind of all about herself and trying to get revenge on the uh, people who were bullying her um there are a few comedy, um, comedic references in in nineteen seventy eight that I do like, and it um, it just gives you a little laugh between all the uh, the gore and the uh, kills of most of the kids. Most of them are kids, which is probably means that this one is one of the most messed up films in the trilogy, with all the gore and the kills, especially the um, all of the kills. Um, to the kids that was very gruesome and I'd say the 1978 all the acting puts this at my number one spot so before we go we're going to talk about our favourite kills from every film what's your favourite kill from 1666 Peter um my favourite kill was Seraphine's brother um his eyes got ripped out by Cyrus Miller. Um, I would do the entire church, but um, we don't really know any of the other characters except um, the actor of Ziggy was um, also in the church dead with her eyes ripped out. But Seraphia's brother, we kind of like zoomed in on and it was one of the most sad, kill- saddest kills in 1666. Um, so yeah, Ben, um, yours? I think I'm about the same. I gave it Cyrus Miller takes out everyone's eyes and and murders them. I think this one's very very brutal, and that's what makes it great. It's funny because he, he you just like see him tapping the thing that he used. It it's it's really terrible, but it's great. What's yours for nineteen seventy eight? Nineteen seventy eight is um, Cindy and Ziggy Berman um, killed by. Tommy Slater and the Milkman. Uh, this was the final kill in 1978, and it really was, um, like, the most, ter- I the most terrible kill in this, as it was so sad to see um, them both reach out to each other as they were being stabbed and axed. Um, um, yeah, it was just very, very sad to see uh, two sisters die right next to each other as they only started to really get um, close and bond, kind of as they were running away from all the killers. I'd say mine for 1978 is called Glasses Boy Gets Annihilated, which I put. I'd say um, it's probably actually, isn't it the first kill, I think? It is, right? Um, I, th- I think it is, as I remember, it's the first kill in the film, and it's probably one of the most effective. You just see... I think, 
Like they used. Probably the first kill is Nurse Lane. I'm pretty sure. He, she didn't die. Oh, didn't she? Because oh, you oh, see yeah, her at the end of sixteen sixty six. Yeah. Um. So yeah, she. I think. Uh, yes, this was the first kill of the film, and you just. You, it's a bit yeah. of Sherlock Holmes because you just see Tommy Slater like lift up the axe, and then she like blood on the windows, and then you see like a few of yeah. his body parts like later. I think, and just like his glasses, like with blood on them. That I think this was great, and it was a really, really effective yeah. kill. And for nineteen ninety four, I know we yeah, have the same really one. It has got to be. Yeah, it was the uh, shredder kill. Bread slicer kill. Yeah. Yeah, that, or the bread slicer kill. God, that was nasty. And slowly pushed into the uh, the the bread slicer thing. It couldn't. It wasn't as bad as she did have cake all over her face, but it was definitely the most gruesome part of the film. God, that was um, that was so nasty. Is if yeah, but what would be worse is if the feet went in first and she just had to endure going up to probably her chest or something. That would probably be worse. She she's like got turned into cake mush. That was so weird. Ugh. Yeah, that was so nasty. Didn't see much of the blood, but uh, the. Like the uh, the few end pieces of her face just like flopped down was just added that effect of just, ugh, just, just most people couldn't stand that part I would say. Oh okay. Um. So yeah, that should practically wrap up the episode once again. Our letterboxes will be in our letterbox will be in description. Go check out Speedy Crocodiles. It's actually really good. He reviews horror movies and other movies quite a bit. Well, at the moment, he's only reviewing horror movies. You can check out his favourite horror movies of all time list, um, where he's actually got Fear Street and the reviews on there. So just go and check out his opinion. My letterbox will also be in the description where I normally review 2021 films. Like um, this weekend, there'll be a review of The Green Knight and The Guilty. So go and check those out. Um, so yeah, let's practically wrap up the episode and say goodbye, Speedy Crocodile. Okay, bye everyone. And it's goodbye from me. Goodbye.